0: Welcome to the Movie Psychics, with your hosts Jeff and Charlotte. Think you can know a movie by its cover? You probably can't, but these two highly gifted mediums can. They will select a film they've never seen before and divine plot points and scenes by simply looking at the cover art. They will amaze and astound with their accuracy. They will shock and surprise with their insight. And it is because the Movie Psychics Know.
1: in this corner yes. weighing in at 5.9 sextillion tons home to over 4 billion people the youngest champions of the world Earth. Let's get ready to space rumble. So this
0: is the battle of the century, huh?
1: Only available on pay-per-view.
0: I'm going to tell you right now I'm going to put my money on Asteroid because I'm all about, you know, the underdog.
1: Well, I wouldn't call Asteroid an underdog, really. I mean, at the Asteroid won one round already. Uh, Just ask the dinosaurs. Oh, wait. You can't ask the dinosaurs.
0: But Earth's still around, so snap. I think Asteroid is kind of an underdog because life survived.
1: Life finds a way. I learned that from Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park.
0: And I learned that love finds a way from every 80s ballad.
1: So what's our movie this week?
0: Asteroid vs. Earth. The classic sci-fi thriller returns. Heaven is falling, so Earth... Must move. And then you have this image of an asteroid slamming into Earth. So it's like they're giving it away. You know how this battle ends. And then there's two faces floating around in space.
1: One which I think is Wayne's girlfriend from Wayne's World. And the other guy looks familiar. Robert Davey.
0: Is he a police officer? Is that a police cap?
1: Oh, you know, I didn't think it was a police. I thought it was, like, some sort of military, but he could be a police officer. It could be, like...
0: Stop right there, asteroid.
1: <laughs> You're getting a ticket for speeding. 27,950 miles over the speed limit. That's going to be a hefty ticket. What reading are you getting from this movie, Charlotte?
0: Well, if I look to the stars to get my reading, and I think it's called Astrology.
1: Asteroidology?
0: Asteroidology or whatever. And I find that Mercury is in retrograde and the moon is rising.
1: The The moon often rises.
0: And what that tells me, my professional interpretation of it, is that this movie is about 120 minutes.
1: Coming in. You know, you think it's going to be that long? Like a two hour Do movie? I
0: think this is what the stars tell me? Okay, this is fact.
1: I, I'm not. I'm not questioning the stars. I just think that this this seems more like a under ninety minute kind of movie to me.
0: Well, you take it up with the stars.
1: All right, we'll go with that prediction number one. This movie will be 120 minutes long. 120 minutes of Earth slamming action.
0: Okay, you know that might not be so accurate. But when I look into the ether to see an image, is that what you look into? That's
1: what I use. I use personally the cinematic ether.
0: Etho Vision,
1: five thousand Etho Vision.
0: I'm giving away secret psychic like information here. Yeah,
1: all of this is copyrighted. It we're, is. We're, we're good. Yeah, we we've all copied. We've cop. This movie psychics have copyrighted all of this. We're all good.
0: And so I see a scene. We open with Herman McGregor. He's out in his cabin on a hill in the woods, and he's always been into. Astrology,
1: asteroidology,
0: asteroidology. Yes, that's where you look through the telescope at the stars,
1: at asteroids specifically.
0: And he's just checking them out, going around making the rounds. And then, what the fuck? What's that? He spots something. It's coming in hot, and he shouts, it's "Coming in hot!" <laughs> he finds that he understands an asteroid is about to hit Earth, like it's coming. In
1: he understands that the asteroid is,
0: is about <laughs> In his uh, years of viewing these things and his specialized knowledge, he knows. He's like, holy shit, I got to get to the village. I got to tell everyone. That's how these, these movies usually start. You know, someone other than the scientist spots it, and then they got to report the information. Hermit McGregor grabs his coat. He's out the door. He's like halfway down this hill. And he's like, wait a second. Like, I'm a fucking hermit. I wouldn't give a fuck if like this asteroid hits the Earth and like wipes us off of it. You know, I'm gonna go back in my cabin, chill, drink my moonshine, have a good time. <laughs> so he just and like so gives our... up on her.
1: He just is like, fuck it.
0: That's our first thing. You get the call to action, and then the movie takes it away.
1: And then we cut to uh, the the asteroid monitoring monitoring center. Uh, NASA runs it, so you know it's underfunded. Uh, NASA doesn't have any budget, and uh, it's late one night, and there's there's just some guy there drinking his coffee, and another guy comes in, and he's just like, "What do we got today?" I goes, oh, you know the usual. Got some class Bs floating around, nothing nothing too major, and then all of a sudden on the console a little
0: beep 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 beep,
1: and "What the hell is that?" Why don't you, Bill, check that out, see what that is? So Bill goes over. <laughs> But but he's, take a look here. <laughs> he's eating a donut and he's just like it's usually nothing you know it's usually just false alarms and Bill starts looking at the printout you know since it is NASA and they're, un, they're underfunded they got like a dot matrix printer printing out everything and he's like my god Dave look at this it's an asteroid we have to alert the government give me that paper and he's, he grabs it from his hands Bill spills his coffee all over it and it's all over the console like oh Jesus so they don't they they try to go to the government but all their data's lost. And the, the military guys.
0: The are government's all just like, already given them enough funding. <laughs> you know? They're trying the government in their eyes they're thinking like NASA's trying to prove themselves like, Oh, you you're an asset? You need more funding? I don't buy it. You're trying to tell us there's an asteroid coming to hit us? We have no data.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's ignored. Like, you you have no proof. It's ignored until it's too late. And then they see it in the sky and other scientists are reporting it now. And that's when like the government has to take action. And
0: Or do they? I think the government can deny it for as long as they want.
1: Well, that's, that's the whole struggle of this movie. I think is the scientists trying to, uh, the scientist led by Wayne's girlfriend, Tia, Tia Carrera, Tia Carrera. Is that how you say her name? Carrera. She's the, she's the lead scientist. They spend most of the movie trying to convince the government that this asteroid's going to hit and it's going to kill the planet. And the government and all the military personnel they're just like mur, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our space rocks going to defeat us.
0: Cut to little Sally just got her first telescope for Christmas from her dad and that's how they bond. They have this special relationship and they look at stars. And so she's outside one night with her dad, like having their bonding moment, looking at the stars and like, Daddy, what's that? And he, she spotted the asteroid.
1: Oh, oh, that's just a planet.
0: Why is it moving? Holy shit. Oh my God. Sally get inside and they take the telescope and they run inside and they lock all their doors.
1: I'm beginning to see why this movie is 120 minutes long. This is like the third time they've found this asteroid and tried to warn the government.
0: No, they don't try to warn the government. They go to the basement.
1: Because that's going (laughs) to (laughs) help. A giant space rock's going to smash into Earth. Into the storm cellar, children.
0: I didn't say Sally's father was the brightest man.
1: He just loves his daughter. He just
0: happens, you know, he had a kid. Like, anyone can have a kid. And they just go hide in the basement. (laughs) So and the asteroid turns out to be the devil, the and Earth de- turns out to be heaven. What?
1: That's the twist. <laughs> I
0: didn't write it.
1: That's the that's the M. Night Shyamalan twist.
0: Because they're trying to hide from the evil of the asteroid.
1: I think Tia is going to come up with a plan. Cut to Tia. Cut to Tia, and she comes up with a plan to save Earth, and it's a it's a one. They have one shot at it. It's and she explains it to some of the scientists and, and one of the one of the other scientists there, like the head of the department. He, he like looks at her after she explains it and he takes off his glasses. It's so crazy. It just might work. And the plan is they're going to take all of the rockets, uh, missiles and everything, and they're going to put it on one side of the planet and they're going to fire them all at the same time and slow the planet's orbit. So the asteroid will just go whizzing on by.
0: Meanwhile, back in the basement. Sally's father comes up with the great idea to pray that the planet will move. But he he can't just pray by himself. He needs Sally to join him. And Sally's always been like on the fence about this stuff. Just pray with me, Sally. We just need to move Earth a few feet just to a, the left.
1: Just a couple feet. And or to the right, playing. which one
0: is. We don't know. Maybe their prayer is moving it to the left and the rockets are moving it to the right.
1: Oh, and they cancel each other out. I think while they're praying, you you hear, you know, they're like, our Father who art in heaven, and you start you start to hear like more and more voices outside, like our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the and you, you like, the, we zoom out of the, like the camera like moves out of the, the basement window, we come out, and like the whole town is starting to gather around, and they all have candles, and they're like, hallelujah,
0: meanwhile, cut to Tia, they look through the telescope again. The asteroid's close enough they can get a good look at it and they see Satan riding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Satan's riding it. Satan, played by Steve Buscemi.
0: Pitchfork held in the air as he rides the asteroid like a surfboard straight to <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Armageddon!
1: <gasps> Armageddon time! He's shouting it like Armageddon is like Satan's spring break. This is like, all right, Armageddon time again! Yeah, shut, shut, shut. (laughs)
0: Armageddon, some are you? Ow! There's little party devils like jumping around on the asteroid. (laughs) Party devils. So they are. They some of them jump around. Some of them wear skates and they just skate around. And they have a bottle of tequila and a whistle and they blow the whistle. I can't. Oh, like and then they pour the shot into the Satan's mouth, and they wheel around on their skates a little more.
1: And as this asteroid comes rock- hurtling in and breaking up behind them, are little dust devils cleaning up all the space dust.
0: They gotta got- have something to do. Yeah, gotta know. give them
1: something to do. So Tia. She doesn't pay much so, mind to this. This is just a weird... Meanwhile, Earth is...
0: It's firmly in place. It's not moving anywhere. You got the two things canceling each other out, right? Because science and religion, they just need to meet and like shake hands, you know?
1: Yeah, they, they finally... <laughs> they have to come to an agreement about like which way we're going to do it. Religion wants to move it forward, and that would mean we lose a day, and science wants to move it back. And that would mean we gain a day. And they have a big dispute Over, like, well, what are we going to call the new day? You can't just add a new day.
0: Cut to Russia. It turns out they had rockets on the other side of the world. So the two rockets were just keeping the planet in place and religion really didn't. The prayers, like, you know.
1: Prayers weren't doing anything at all.
0: We don't know. We can't say for sure what they did. But we know for sure that Russia had put rockets because there's this lack of communication still. It's a lack they of
1: communication. Just- and in, in Russian language, the R's are backwards. So when they saw R's the other way, they're like, oh, we put them on this side. They finally get the message to Russia. You know, the president has to use the, the red telephone, the hotline to the to the Kremlin. And he tells Putin, you've got to shut off those rockets. Putin doesn't want to. You know, he, he's no one tells Putin what to do. Finally, the president is just like, fine. You know what? Keep the rockets on. I don't care anymore. Just do whatever you want. And And so
0: we're getting down to like hour zero here. The rocket's going to smash into Earth.
1: You mean the asteroid?
0: The asteroid's going to smash into Earth. (coughs) Cut to Hermit McGregor. He's in his rocking chair on the porch of his cabin. Rocking back and forth, looking into the sky. That tiny little dot of white light is getting bigger bigger he nods, he nods at it, and keeps on rocking the smile on his face, and then he hears something off in the in the distance Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. is it that the prayer, or what are they doing like
1: I guess they could do that. it doesn't matter, really, they're just
0: and so he hears it, and like Kumbaya, my Lord. they they do believe in me. And Hermit McGregor takes a swig of moonshine and lifts a hand up to the asteroid and waves it away.
1: He waves it away. As he is his hand up, he waves it away and it looks like it's like veering off course. And then we, we cut to the asteroid and it's starting to break up as it enters and burn up in the atmosphere. As it comes hurtling down, chunks of it are falling off and exploding and comes hurtling down and becomes the, just the size of like a baseball and it hurtles down, and as Hermit McGregor is there with his hand up, the the meteor just bam hits the hermit
0: right into the moonshine.
1: Right, right into the moonshine, and his his moonshine still <laughs> and his hits shed him explodes. Into the
0: moonshine,
1: it explodes, and there's a there's a big explosion at Hermit McGregor's.
0: And Hermit McGregor's slow motion goes flying into the air, still holding on to his moonshine. Still holding
1: onto it. It's it's, it's a <laughs> bottle take- that just has X's on it.
0: He takes a swig and says, "Ah, that's a spicy tamale."
1: <laughs> what? Why is he saying that's a spicy tamale? <laughs> and that's when the credits roll. <laughs> the credit the credits start rolling up the screen. <laughs> oh wait! Rude. Ah, okay. and he <laughs> he gets hurtled into space from the explosion. And that's the end of Hermit McGregor. And it's a
0: thinker, like because afterward the movie ends, you're like, "What's Hermit McGregor God?
1: Or, or was he, he just, just like think delusional that he was God?" And did the rockets really save it, or was it the prayer that saved it?
0: Did anything really happen in the movie? Is what you're left thinking.
1: You you leave you leave this movie, and you're, you're thinking, "What did I just see?
0: Like, were the rockets even real? Was it all a metaphor? Is it?" some Jacob Slatter type shit where hermit mcgregor was dead the whole time and imagining the rockets and the devil and they were fighting for his soul
1: and see really what a lot of people don't get is that this movie is really a metaphor for the audience's relationship with a film it's a meta film it's a movie about movies
0: but i'd say stick around just Wait it out and see the credits where he's just floating around through space.
1: There is a post-credit scene. We're not gonna spoil it for you.
0: That's a volley.
1: We're not gonna spoil it for you, but let's just say that there is a post-credit scene, and you're gonna want to watch it, all you Marvel fans out there. You're gonna want to stick to stick around till the end of the credits,
0: where he floats past Howard the Duck is in a little spaceship. I just said we weren't gonna ruin it. And Howard the Duck flies by and grabs the moonshine Like, see ya, old man I'm Howard the Duck
1: (laughs) Chris Pratt's gonna play Howard the Duck
0: Diggity duck, chip go And then the ship leaves (laughs) That's his catchphrase? Diggity duck, chip chip
1: go (laughs) Well, we're gonna Diggity duck, chip go Watch this movie right now The Earth is on a collision course with an asteroid All ahead full The plan is to detonate nuclear explosions In the YAP Trench This will cause earthquakes big enough to move the Earth out of the path of the asteroid. What the hell? One explosion, no matter how big it is, isn't gonna do it. This is the only way it's gonna work.
0: How long till impact?
1: We haven't got much time. Fire? No. A small fragment's gonna wipe out Hong Kong in 15 hours. Heaven and Earth. It's approaching too quickly. Will I'm glad that asteroid missed Earth.
0: Uh, I guess we watched two different movies because it didn't miss Earth. (laughs) Yeah, it did. No, it didn't.
1: Yeah, it did. It broke up and missed Earth. Remember, they moved it.
0: So thank God it missed Earth or we wouldn't be doing our podcast right now.
1: Well, it was just a movie. It's not real life.
0: It was a documentary. This documentary documentary, <laughs> a documentary that had happened.
1: A documentary brought to you by Asylum.
0: <laughs> yeah, once that name came on the screen, you knew you were in for some shit.
1: Yeah, we knew we were in trouble when we saw that come up. We really have to have some sort of filter. You'd think being psychics, we'd be able to tell if we were going to watch an Asylum movie.
0: But the weird thing about it is I know them as making B-horror films, right? That's what they started as. That was their goal. And I I can see that. Like that's a there's a tradition of the B horror film, like low budget horror movie. You can get away with that, right? Yeah. Um but this is they're trying to do a blockbuster film. Yeah, with a big
1: the, action movie. And it did not work.
0: So you think this doesn't work on like the Sharknado level cuz people are into that stuff. Well,
1: that is just cuz it's like you are expecting you know, oh, there's sharks in tornadoes, you know.
0: Oh, so you know from the get-go, but yeah. you couldn't know that from Earth versus Asteroid, the title.
1: Well, it, you know, there's mo- lots of movies like that out there. Apocalypse or whatever.
0: But the title Earth vs. Asteroid is kind of akin to Snakes on a Plane.
1: I guess it is, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bottom line is, we should have known going in. We are the psychics.
0: So you have this like blockbuster type storyline. And then you have the shittiest sets ever.
1: Yeah. The submarine set was especially shitty. It was clearly just someone's basement.
0: Yeah. Just think a Sharknado meets Armageddon, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, and it was like, it down, it was so someone's basement that even like some of the doors, do you remember? Like the doors on the submarines were just like a wooden door, like a wooden door to a room that you close
0: Well, the wooden door design is more of a, it's a throwback. It's a retro design. They customize submarines these days, you know, because you're down there for so long, they want to bring you the comfort of a log cabin out in the woods. (laughs) So you look out the window, you see water, but you can still pretend, I guess.
1: Do they make any submarines with screen doors? Are there like screen door submarines?
0: Uh, yeah, those they did make those, and they can be found at the bottom of the ocean now. Let's refer to my notes. No one won, especially not China. I think that's referring to the bit of asteroid that just wiped China oh, off the yeah. map. <laughs> asteroid,
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the their decision, how they came up with the idea to to actually move the Earth. That intern that was working at, in the bedroom that was designed to look like an observatory and how he he was the one who discovered the asteroid and he just happened to be like the one that was coming up with all the solutions. And his solution was to blow up a trench in the deepest part of the ocean to cause a gigantic earthquake.
0: So you're going to kill more people with an earthquake than the asteroid hitting probably. Either way, the Earth is doomed.
1: No, they pointed out you that the asteroid You get to choose which kill... way you want to die, in they... an
0: earthquake or an asteroid hitting.
1: Well, they pointed out that the asteroid would kill the entire planet and the earthquake would only kill half the planet. So that was that was the trade-off.
0: And there w- we didn't really see the earthquake happen, did we?
1: We saw we saw the tsunami, remember the the military that was going to take the nukes to the volcano. The big tsunami wave wiped out one of the trucks, but then the the road was perfectly dry after the wave hit the cg wave
0: yeah that's why i'm wondering if it's if uh, cuz sharknado they do that stuff on purpose they'll have inconsistencies on purpose they'll just do those inconsistencies just so you as the audience can watch and laugh like you're in on the joke like oh look at they fucked up again the water levels different they were in a car and now they're out side on the street just inconsistencies that's how i'm wondering if did they scout out these locations because of that to make it seem like this is low budget let's just go all out on it well
1: the inconsistencies didn't feel like they were like oh we're gonna bring you in on the joke they just felt like lazy like all of the all like just like the set design And the set design, some of the the plot choices and those inconsistencies, they all just felt like lazy, like like, well, okay, a tsunami is going to hit this area and knock this truck out. While we could pay the money and take the time to make the road look wet after the tsunami hits, we're not going to do that. So just cut cut away real quick because it didn't hold on that scene too long.
0: Yeah, the shots were, the cuts were very confusing to me. So if you were going to make a very big budget movie on a very tiny budget, a big blockbuster film, what would you do?
1: I mean, you just got to own it. If you're going to, if you're going to do stuff like that, just go full camp. Just go, just go all out with your campiness and just own it instead of just trying to hide it or cut away from it quickly
0: What's scary is we did predict a father and daughter and that they would hide in the basement. And that's kind of what happened. There's a father and daughter and they hid in their house. They
1: hid, yeah, right in their house, in their basement.
0: Not hiding from the asteroid. One of them was coming out of retirement. They had to do that. Like, we need you. There's an asteroid.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the, the, so the, I mean, we did get the, that they were going to move the earth but that was kind of on the cover. That was kind of a, that was that was a, some low hanging fruit there.
0: Everything's the, wiped out. Your structures are destroyed. Your infra, your info and in infrastructure info, <laughs> is gone. Your
1: info structure <laughs> and your infrastructure.
0: So, it's just the big cleanup.
1: It, that's Earth versus asteroid two. Big cleanup.
0: Aftershocks, that's gonna happen.
1: Does that happen with? I mean, because this was an earthquake they set off. It wasn't. Yeah, like you a...
0: fucked up with, you messed with plate tectonics. Oh, And that's yeah. going to have consequences. And a lot of people, there's a lot of misinformation. So these earthquakes are going on and they're thinking, I'm going to go stand in the doorway. And that's what you don't want to do. You'll get hit by the door, it's going to swing and hit you in the face. So what you do want to do is. And
1: doorways are actually not the, not the strongest part of buildings anymore.
0: Yeah, maybe way back in the day, like 100 years ago, you got these old buildings built tough, built for tough. No, they're not built for tough anymore. And so you what, what you want to do is hide under a table.
1: Hide under a table, bed make sure frame, you hold the table.
0: Because you're going to rattle along with it. Mm-hmm. And this is, they should have been broadcasting this out to the citizenry. Like, there was no broadcast that went out. Like, hey, there's going to be a massive earthquake. You guys might want to hide so, under a table,
1: I mean, half the population is gone, China's gone, and
0: where are you gonna get your shit? Everything's it, made in China. Yeah.
1: I mean, ba- so basically, like, the asteroid ends up winning in the end, anyways, because now instead of just a quick death, it was a quick, a, like, a terrorist asteroid
0: out, that was out to destroy the economy.
1: Yeah, but I mean, instead of just like the asteroid hitting and a quick out, like, you're done, it's like, oh. Asteroid missed us. We lived, but now we're gonna all slowly die on this dying planet because we set off the largest earthquake ever and killed half the planet.
0: The asteroid had the long game, you know, with a slow die out. Either way, the asteroid hits, what a bunch of dust and this cloud goes in the air, and like people die from that.
1: I think so. I think, or it's just, I think it was so big because didn't they, they mention the one that killed the dinosaurs?
0: Yeah, and But this
1: one was so much bigger than that.
0: So this is, like, that asteroid's little brother, and, like... Big brother. Oh, asteroid's big brother, and he's coming back to Earth. Like, fuck it, he didn't finish the job, got to kill all the life. And so the asteroid's like, oh, they have technology now? Those motherfuckers, those idiots, they're gonna shake, rattle, and roll the Earth, (laughs) and they're gonna, like, mess themselves up in the process. I'm gonna win either way.
1: Yeah, it's a win-win for the asteroid. Uh, and, and honestly, like, the asteroid's just a rock. It don't give a fuck. Asteroid don't give a fuck <laughs> so about anything.
0: It wins in three ways. Because it just doesn't it care. Do- <laughs> Don't give a fuck. Nose human's stupid. <laughs> Can win either way. Yeah, the, the award goes to the asteroid.
1: Yeah. Astro- I think in this round, in Earth vs. Asteroid, asteroid won. Definitely
0: and asteroid has like tiny little chunks of it floating around too to go devastate other planets possibly. Now that Russia sent that missile up to it,
1: yeah, it broke it up, and now so basically by by the asteroid missing Earth, it's basically just doomed some other planet millions of years from now. So it's basically like Earth lost, but also it's like fuck it, asteroid's someone else's problem now.
0: Way to go, NSA. Because in this movie, NSA was behind the effort to destroy the asteroid or something. <laughs> NSA yeah, did a ba- bad job, fucked it up again.
1: They burst in with their fake guns.
0: And they, um, in this movie, the NSA is, uh, um, they're very terrifying. They walk around with fake guns. They wear all black and their shirts have NSA written in bold. I don't think the NSA like they aren't they a little more secretive than that. Like yeah, they're, they're
1: just like why they're just listening. In they're on our, little our lurkers. Phone conversations and our text messages.
0: I wish they would listen to our podcast.
1: They probably do, but they hide the listens from it. You know.
0: Oh, that's some shady shit. So yeah. NSA, you listen to the podcast, but then we don't see we an, don't our numbers go up.
1: So it's okay, NSA. You can listen to us. We'd like for you to to add to our stats. You know, maybe leave us a review on iTunes. We'd like that. Assholes. Follow us on Twitter, at Movie Psychics. We got an Instagram up.
0: If you need to talk about how Earth versus Asteroid affected you, you can tweet at us. Let's talk it out. Let's get through it together. You don't have to do this alone. We're a support group here at Movie Psychics. We're the Asylum Support Group.
1: Have you accidentally watched an Asylum movie?
0: Did you press play? an asylum came onto the screen you saw that word and you knew you were in for some shit contact
1: the movie psychics today we're here to help Moviepsychics.com com. at movie psychics on twitter
0: move on from the movies <laughs> move on from the bad movie
1: we're here for you
0: to movie on